So let's go to Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse 1. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the French language police were not, they weren't happy about it. <laughs> um, Hebrews chapter 11, starting at verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Let's go down to verse seven. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. You know, um, you guys are funny. You crack me up. If, if you go over to Genesis chapter 6, the account of Noah, two verses in particular. Um, okay, wait, actually, I'm going to take this thing off. You could just see me. Um, two verses in, in particular, Genesis 6.22 says, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. And then Genesis 7 verse 5, Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. You know, Noah didn't see any rain, but he built the ark anyways. And the great, the great thing about Noah is that he didn't even, he didn't even question it. We don't see any, any moment in the account of, of Noah building the ark, when he was kind of like, mm, you sure about this? I don't, I don't, I don't see any, any, like, there's no clouds in the sky. Um, I don't even know what rain is, <laughs> you know, but the Bible says that Noah did as God commanded him and it was commended to him as faith. Um, Hebrews 11 verse six, the verse above that says without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. You know, the thing with faith is, particularly in Noah's story, is that you, you, you believe in God and you trust him and you trust that he'll do what he said he's going to do, even though you don't see it. And I, I, I'm sure that especially here, because I'm talking about here. I know that not all of us live. Um, we have a friend from Portugal, and I don't know what, what it's like there. And I know that in the, in, the, in, 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 in the United States, things are different. So I'm talking about specifically here, because I'm speaking from, the, from Good News Chapel, and, and it's located in this province. So specifically here in this country. You know, we, I, I, I pointed out a lot of good news today, but there's a, there's a lot of... of, of annoying news as well. I'm not going to say bad news because I don't like bad news. Annoying news, frustrating news. Why is this still happening? Why hasn't the mandate gone away? You know, in Europe, they took away all their mandates and then it, it didn't, didn't make any difference. The cases didn't go up. Everything's fine. Why hasn't it happened here? You know, the, the thing with faith is, um, you know, second Corinthians chapter five, verse seven says we live by faith, not by sight. And so you're not always going to see everything, but you can't let that stop you from believing God because the moment that you do that, forget it. 
you know, um, if you look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 says, don't throw away your confidence. It will be richly, richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that you went, when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. For in just a very little while, he, is, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one will live by faith. And if he shrinks back, I will not be pleased with him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. You know, there was a lot of, 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 of people in the early church, the Jewish people, who, who they were they couldn't handle the persecution or they couldn't handle the things that were happening and they gave up on the faith. And so the writer of Hebrews is, is encouraging us. Don't throw away your confidence. You know, persevere. When you've done the will of God, you'll receive your reward. Don't shrink back. You know, for, for those of us here that live in this province, I think it would be easy to shrink back. I think it would be easy to, to, to kind of like, to say, I don't even have any confidence anymore. Because every time I, I wake up in the morning and I'm expecting, you know, all of this to be gone, and it's not gone yet. You know, Noah was credited with faith because he, he didn't see anything. There was no, it's not like it was like pouring rain and God's like, hey, Noah, like you better build that boat because, you know, the, the earth's going to flood. He didn't see it, but he didn't even question God. He's, the Bible says Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. First, first Corinthians 15, 13 says, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith, be of good courage, be strong. You know, though that, that verse, um, it points out a lot of, a lot of things that we need to do. Be on your guard. You know, when I talked to, before about having foresight, you know, I talked about being alert, being aware, be on your guard. You know, don't, don't let yourself be carried away. Uh, uh, um, by all, all these things that you're hearing, or this person said this, and I, I don't know about this. I don't know who to believe. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith because it, it's very easy. Now it's very easy to lose hope. It's very easy to give up, to throw away your confidence, but we can't do that because in the same way that we wait for the promise of Jesus's return, you know, we have to be confident. In the things that God's promised us, even for this life now. You know, Paul told Timothy, hold on to the faith. He said, fight the good fight of faith. In Ephesians, it says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith. I, I like that faith is called a shield because it's like a, 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 a protection. It's like a protection uh, It's against the fiery darts of the enemy because... The enemy sows doubt in your, in, in your head. He sows discouragement in your head. He's telling you, oh, look, nothing's getting better. You might as well just give in. You might as well, you know, just, just you're going to be stuck like this forever. Do you want to live like this forever? Well, you better just give in. Those are the things that the devil's throwing at you. But that shield of faith wards off those, those things. That you can believe and have a confident hope. That God will do what he promised. We sang a song yesterday. Um, called Land of the Living. Which is like. Maybe my favorite song. 
it's probably my favorite song because every time I hear it, I love it. Um, and then and, and there's a part in the bridge that says, you don't lie to me. It says, you never made a promise you couldn't keep. When God makes a promise, be confident that he will, he will fulfill that promise. You know, be, be confident that what God says in his word, uh, it was, um, Sunday night. See, you can't miss an ascend service. If you miss ascend, you're going to miss out on some great songs. I, I, I wouldn't, I would not stay home on a, on a Sunday night ever again. If I, if I were, if I were everybody. True story. Cause then you miss all the good stuff. Not that it's not good in the morning too, but it's good at night too. You don't want to miss it. You know, <laughs> um, you, so, so when the Bible talks about holding on to your faith, fight the good fight of faith because it is a fight because it's not easy when you're faced with circumstances that seem to be in opposition to what you believe God's saying to you. When, when, when the Bible says that, that he doesn't forsake his righteous. You know, when, when the Bible says hope in the Lord, he holds you up with his right hand and you feel like you're falling. You feel like, oh no, this is all going bad. Look at the stuff that we have to face. And really, um, I, I want to say this carefully. This is okay. This, this probably isn't the most difficult thing. Um, it's, it's really annoying. It's really, it's hard for a lot of people because there's some people that are worse off than others, I'd say, whose, whose jobs are in jeopardy and stuff like that. That That's very difficult. Um, but, you know, this, it, we, we, can't, we can't fall into the trap of, of, of like throwing a pity party all the time. Be like, oh, this is just the worst. I hate it here. I'm going to move to Florida. I hate this place. You know, that's... <laughs> Th that's, that is language of someone who doesn't have faith. Because if you hold fast to your faith, then you believe this is going to resolve. We're not going to be stuck in this forever. You know? That's right, Lisa. Be positive. I know it's difficult. Like I said, it's difficult for some more than others, for sure. When you're faced with the prospect of, of not having a job for, for something so insane it's not easy but don't take the posture of oh this is the worst thing in the world i hate this country i just want to get out of here it's the worst everything's terrible everybody's bad okay then go well, i don't know what to tell you um i'm angry at the injustice too because it is it is not just but guess what god is a just god that's right, Sheba. Injustice doesn't go unpunished. Wickedness doesn't go unpunished. And believe that in the same way that this situation has resolved itself in other countries, believe for that here. Don't believe that, that we're going to be stuck in this forever. Our, our prime minister is a dictator and he's a tyrant and he's the worst. He is all those things. But don't start throwing away your faith. Don't start throwing away your confidence because of what you see. Because faith is not by sight. It doesn't matter what you see. 
or don't see. Because we don't, we don't live by what we see. We live by faith. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Praise be, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this, you greatly rejoice. For now, though now for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in, in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. I, I don't know I, I, about you, but I absolutely love that, that when it says an inexpressible and glorious joy, you know, the people of this time, um, you know, they faced a lot of persecution and, and it was, it was a lot of times from other Jewish people who did not convert. And so if you were, you were a Jew who converted, you know, to Christianity, you know, you, you got a tough, you got a tough ride. You know, a lot of people lost things. They lost their families. They lost possessions. You know, it wasn't easy for them. But there is an encouragement that even though, what, what Peter said, even though you do not see him now, you believe and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. You know, that, that's, that's a, 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 an earmark of faith that even though you don't see the answer now, even though you don't see what you're waiting for now, you still are filled with an inexpressible joy. And the reason why it's inexpressible is because it doesn't make sense. Because you, you think like how, you know, people are crazy. How do you have joy right now? Look at what we're going through. Look at all these things that are happening. Look what the government keeps telling us. They're always threatening us. They're always, they're, they're telling me I'm going to lose my job. How can I have a joy? But yet that's an, that, that is a, a, an indicator of faith to say that despite what I see, despite the things that I hear, I trust in the Lord. I know that he won't forsake me. I know that I am secure in him. Who through faith are shielded by God's power. The psalm says that, that God is our strength and our shield, our strong tower, that we can run into him and be saved. That's a great promise and a great hope. 1 John 5, 4, every child of God overcomes this evil world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You know, everybody's going through, through different things. They're in different places. And, you know, that's why, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I fight for things and I fight for people. 
because I care about what they're going through. Because some people don't really have any, any, any issues, but other people are facing really difficult things. Um, and that's why we, up, we uphold people in faith. Um, we fight the good fight of faith with them and believe with them. So if you're somebody on here who's, who's facing something particularly difficult, know that you have a, 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 a body of believers that are, that are joining their faith with you. You know, um, in Hebrews, where am I? Where is that scripture? If I could turn my Bible pages. Um, I, I, where's the chapter? I can't find it. Anyways, um, saying that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. You know, p picture that for, for, for the body of believers that are around you. You know, that we, we, we pray together. We, we hold up our faith together because faith is the thing that overcomes the world. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing thing. You know, faith is, is, is like, um, like if you, if you sow a seed, for example, you water that seed with faith. Because even though you haven't seen the harvest yet, you believe that it will come. And so you, you sow that seed and you water it with faith, believing for the harvest and saying, I will see that harvest. You know, by, by the words that you say, you speak words of faith and you say, I know this is going to happen. Thank you, God, that you, that you've delivered me. Thank you that you've helped me. Thank you that you've healed me. Thank you that you've set me free. Thank you that you've resolved this situation. You water those seeds of, of whatever they are, a financial seed, a, a prayer, anything. You water that seed with faith and believe that you will reap a harvest. Why? Because that's what the scripture says. So you can believe that. You know, that's the key. You have to know what the promises of God are. You can't rely on other people and be like, I don't even, you know, and, and, then, and then you realize, and I don't even know. I don't even know what, what, the, what the promises are. I don't even know what I should be expecting. Get to know God. He speaks through his word. Understand what his promises are. Understand what he has in store for you. And then water those seeds with faith, with words of faith. Believe. Trust in him. Know that you're secure in him. Know that even though we haven't seen the answer yet, we're waiting for that answer and we have faith that we will see it. Faith that it will come to pass. Just like Noah, he didn't... <laughs> Could you imagine? No rain. He's building a boat. This huge boat. God's like, okay, take the animals. <laughs> you know. And the Bible says that Noah did... Um, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. You can never have too much faith. You can never have too much faith. Hmm. You know, faith is like we should always be we should always be hoping for more faith and for a greater faith. And for a bigger faith. Let me read Psalm 32. 
Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin, whose sin the Lord does not count against him. That's right, there is no such thing as hyperfaith. You know, I'll pause there for a second because Alicia brought up a good point. Religion will try to, 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 to talk you down out of your faith. Religion will try to will try to get you to have less faith. So it, it's 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 okay to have a lot of faith. And you know how many scriptures I read tonight? And there was more. I, 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 mean, the, the, I only wrote down a few. But so many scriptures talking about faith. About how important it is. So, so you know. Don't be talked out. I'd rather have too much faith than not enough. You know. I'd rather I'd rather follow someone who has too much faith than not enough. Verse 3. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Let everyone who is godly pray to you while you may be found. Surely when the mighty waters rise, they will not reach him. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and brittle or they will not come to you. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad, you righteous. Sing all you who are upright in heart. I love that. Many of the woes are many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the man who trusts in him. And faith and trust go hand in hand. Having faith to believe the promise and trusting that God will come through. And that's, and that's the surefire way to, to, to get through um, the things that we're facing. Because they're not, they're not easy. You know, they are challenging. It's normal to be challenged. But we can't lose heart. We can't give up. We can't throw away our confidence. And that's why I, I like to show you good news, to show you that, you know, it's easy to, 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 to only see the bad stuff that's going on. But, but there's a lot of good stuff. And just and keep trusting in the Lord. Keep praying. Keep believing that your prayers will be answered. Because God hears our prayers. He sees us. He hears our cry. Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for these that are watching. I pray you bless them. I pray you be with them. I pray that if any of them are lacking in faith, that you would give them a greater measure to help them to get through any doubt or discouragement that might have, have befallen them. Lord, I pray 
that they would be strong and courageous, just like your word says, to stand firm in their faith, to be of good courage and to be strong. And you strengthen us and you, you give us strength to get through the situations that, 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 are, that are coming against us and to know that we can overcome all of those things, that we can overcome this evil world. That is the victory because you've already won. You've already defeated the devil and we already have that victory through you. So Father, I pray that we wouldn't forget that even when faced with difficult news or difficult circumstances that we know that you will rescue us from them all. And I thank you. I thank you for the fulfillment of those promises. In the name of Jesus. Amen.